Welcome to Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. As always, I'll be your host, Lee Greenwood, and I'd like to say welcome to this episode. This week, I just want to have a little bit of a chat about gear bags. I seem to have a conversation with people every second week about what bags to use, what's good, what's bad. As many of you know, I'm 20-odd years in industry, so I've pretty much used most types of bags over the years. A lot of the stuff I've been doing over the last few years has been around town, so I'll be chatting about that, but I have worked in heavy industry, gas and oil, uh, wind, so um, depending on what you're doing and where you're going, the uh, type of bag that you use uh, may be different, but we'll uh, have a quick chat about what's out there, what I've used. I'm sure you lot have got lots of opinions. Let us know if you have. You can reach out to us on Facebook, Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats, or you can jump on our website, ratac.net, R-A-T-T-A-C.net. It'd be great to hear from you, see what you guys are using out there and uh, how it works for you. So gear bags, um, obviously they come into two different jobs really, is what I find. You've got the ones that you want to carry all your ropes and your rigging gear in, and then you've got the ones that you carry your personal harness, helmet, seat, and all of that stuff in. For me, uh, a main bag that I've been using for many years I've got versions of these that are well over 10, 12, maybe 15 years old now, is the um, Black Diamond uh, hauling bags. So they're coming in three different sizes. There's the uh, 35 litre, 75 litre, and then I think it's like 150 litre, the Zion, which is big enough for me to get in and somebody to carry me up the stairs if we need to. I use the two smaller versions. Um, Pretty standard for me working around town is... I'll have my personal kit in the smaller bag, um, harness, helmet, possibly a seat. I've been running with uh, an Edelrid or a Singing Rock seat for a little while. Um, I'm just about to be playing with the, the Kong uh, hammock, uh, their seat, um, which could be quite good because it packs down. Only problem I really find with this bag is making sure you get your seat in there so you've got to have a bit of a packing plan. But the thing that I like about the size of it, it stops you from taking absolutely everything with you. You need to have your basic kit, um, maybe a few bits and pieces. I've talked about that in previous podcasts of what I like on a harness, but have your basic set up and it stops you from taking every single tool and uh, Gucci piece of kit with you. So that's uh, that's what I run with. Have my helmet at the top. It's got a real nice draw cord on the top for doing it up and then decent padded shoulder straps that's a big thing for me having some decent padded shoulder straps they come with a waist belt as well i generally for me personally i take that off uh, it's not a feature that i use so i just remove that and that's uh, that's my personal kit this uh, this bag does get used uh, for lifting and lowering the nice thing about it is it's designed for big wall climbing so um it's got decent straps for attaching to a rope for sending tools down drills I use it quite a lot for that type of thing. And inside there's a nice little uh, little pouch with a zip for putting your phone or your keys in. Making sure it's not the keys to the roof if you're working on a building around town. Nothing worse than leaving the keys on the roof and then you find you've got to jug up 10 stories to go back and get them once you get to the bottom. But yeah, it's, uh, it's real good features. Um, things I don't like about it, um, it's only got the draw cord on the top. You can't get a complete sort of cover on there, so... If it is left out on a roof and it does rain and water can actually get in there, so you need to sort of be 
mindful of that. It's not waterproof by any stretch, you know, it's uh, material at the top, but stopping water from going in there, that's the only thing that I've found. But if you want to talk about robust, um, yeah, it's a real robust bag. I've hauled uh, rocks and lumps of buildings and big shackles and things I've had in these bags, um, used on geo jobs, been thrown around. So as I say, I've got um, a couple of versions of these that are well over 10 years old. So that's uh, that's what I use for the my personal kit, have done for quite a while, but I've played with a few different ones over the years, which I will chat about. But for the ropes, I also use the uh, the middle version, 75 litre. Nice thing about that, I find that you can get 200 metres of rope nicely in there, a big slack handful of carabiners, slings and all the other bits and pieces, and you've still got room to play. So if you do need a lot more extra kit, uh, getting those edge rollers in there, um, rope protectors, all of that type of stuff, that's, um, that's easy to get in there. And then if you're lucky enough to see me wandering around town, I'll park the, the truck up wherever it may be and I'll have the the big bag on my back and the small one on my front and that'll be me wandering through town to get to the job if I need to, if there's no parking on site. So that works real well for me. Other bags that I do use, um, duffel style bags. Uh, a lot of people out there will know about the sort of North Face duffel, which was one of the originals. There's uh, lots of different companies that are making these. Um, Fifth Point, my company in Sydney, we had a load made up years ago, and um, and they're pretty good. They were helped designed by uh, Dennis Bellevue, who started Vertec. We did a thing together and got some bags made up, so we've got those made up, a few different features. Um, but they're just a duffel, uh, really good for fly-in, fly-out stuff if they're being thrown into containers, um, if they're being thrown onto choppers, work really well there because there's not many straps. Not so great for carrying through town, carrying on the train because it doesn't have the um, the backpack. But um, with the North Face version, you know, you can have the rucksack style so you can get that on your back. Um, they seem to last forever. But you got one in the studio here. It's uh, one of the large ones, bright yellow. I think I've had that 15 years uh, and that's done more laps of the world than I care to remember. So, um, so yeah, there's uh, those style of bags. One that I'm struggling to go past at the moment comes from uh, Sea to Summit coming out of Perth in Australia they've uh, they've sort of taken the duffel and all of the things that can be a little bit annoying about them they've uh, they've sorted out it comes with a couple of straps uh, they can be used in different configurations so it's only got the two straps on it they can be used as a rucksack style so you can clip them on as a rucksack they can be used as a hand carry so just standard duffel or you can connect them together and have it as an over the shoulder coming in the sort of standard sizes. Uh, I've ended up one of those uh, for using as a gym bag. I find it real good for that. Um, but they're the various sizes of those. And they come in um, some uh, neutral colours and they come in some really loud colours, which is really good if you're having to fly in and out, which I do occasionally with a bag. I find it easy to find on the carousel with um, my kit rather than staring at a thousand black bags. The bright blue or bright green one just jumps out at you. Going back to the um, big wall style bags, other bags that I have used, uh, Petroleus have uh, have a couple of bags. They're real good. Um, very similar to the um, Black Diamond bag. They've got the rucksack, real good padding. Extra things that I like about this particular bag, it's got a, a lid that goes over the top that straps down. Works really well. Can be a little bit annoying because you have to uh, attach it and lock it down. 
It's got a good pocket in there for putting your stuff in, which I really like as well. It's got padded straps and a waist belt. As I said, sometimes I take those off, sometimes I leave them on. But then there's also some padding in behind the uh, those straps as well. So they put some foam in there, which is uh, quite good. I've actually pulled it out a few times to sit on when I'm on a roof. It gives me somewhere to sit if there's nowhere to sit and I'm just having smoko or lunch or whatever. It gives me something to sit on. So, um, so yeah, some real cool features there. Other things I like about this one, um, the one that I've got, it's crazy green on the outside, but then it's blue on the inside and it's really light. So you can actually see uh, what you've got in there. So I really like that feature on that one. Um, Xped also do a very similar bag. I can only get a hold of those in one size in Australia. I played around with one of those only on a couple of occasions. Having a lot of uh, the black diamond bags uh, means that, you know, they seem to last forever. I'm waiting for them to wear out before I buy a new one. So that's what I've used for uh, big hauling bags. Same features. They've got the, the good hauling straps on them as well. Other things I have used over the years, I've used 5.11 bags that have come with wheels. They can work quite well for dragging through town problem i find if you've got something with wheels and it's big you just put more and more stuff in it and it gets heavier and heavier so i'm uh, i'm a big fan of uh, putting it on your back because then you strip it down a bit and keep it lighter because you obviously have to carry it on your back i remember uh, a friend of mine many years ago um he had a real good solution he had just a standard sort of uh, duffel bag and he used to have to catch the train into into London. He was on the tube. And so he had his seat. This is back in the days before the podium, before work seats were designed. You made your own. And he he made one out of a uh, an old skateboard. It's pretty standard back then. Get the old skateboard and uh, drill some holes in the end, put some tape or some, uh, some rope through there, and that will give you a work seat. Maybe put some foam on it. Um, he didn't put any foam on it. He drilled the holes at the ends. Um, he didn't even take the trucks or the wheels off. And um, you'd see him abseiling down the side of the building and he'd have this skateboard below him that he'd be sitting on. And when he gets to the bottom, uh, I can remember one of the funniest sights I ever saw on ropes. He got to the bottom, we were on a slight hill and he just abseiled down until the wheels hit the ground and he just rolled off sidewards down the hill towards a coffee shop, which was pretty funny to watch. But the reason he left the wheels on uh, at the end of the day he would strap that to his bag and he would just, his bag would then have wheels and he would just drag it behind him down the street off towards the station again. So he sort of had the bag without wheels and then when he needed wheels, he just strapped his, his skateboard onto it, which was his seat. So lots of solutions out there. I'd, uh, I'd love to hear what you guys are using, what bags you've got out there, um, what you find works for you. Uh, as I say, I've sort of gone down the... Um, the duffel style or the um, or the haul bag style, and they seem to last forever. So, yeah, just uh, my experiences, thought I'd share it with you. Bit of a call for action here. If you haven't uh, subscribed to the podcast, please do press the buttons on whichever platform you're on. That would be great. Reach out to us on, uh, on the social media or on our website, Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats on Facebook, or you can jump onto our website, ratac.net. R-A-T-T-A-C. Send us a message. Let us know what you're using. Uh, it'd be great to hear about it. Maybe we can put an episode together with uh, with some different uh, ideas from different people. But anyway, for now, stay safe. I'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.